T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Wednesday is the March for Life in Virginia, and I intend to go over uh, to the March for Life um, in Virginia, I'm not speaking. I'm, I have no role there. It's not like WRVA has any real connection to it. But uh, I, I feel very strongly that we have a genocide happening right in front of us, and no one seems to care. Well, not not no one, but a lot of people don't seem to care. They've been conditioned to believe that abortion on demand, right up until the day that a baby is born, is acceptable. No problem. It's okay. And for everybody who's so holier than thou about people who lived 150 years ago and say, oh my God, how could you allow, how could these, how could these horrible people in the 1800s, 1700s allow slavery? I mean, these are real human beings. These aren't just workers. And this, I mean, you need to put chains on them, beat them, kill them, sell them, separate families. These are human beings. I really think you need to look in the mirror. In, a, in the modern sense, about what's happening here when it comes to abortion. I mean, I applaud you for your after-the-fact, nobody's contesting your realization about slavery, but maybe that should inform and make you a little more sensitive about the possibility that we've got it all wrong in our own time as it relates to innocent humans who are being murdered and and abused and one of the things nobody wants to talk about is sex selection abortion and you know, some people blow me off when i mention that but that is happening people want to pick which gender their kid is and when you kind of discount the value of human life well then it doesn't matter in the minds of, of a lot of people if you terminate a um, a baby that doesn't match your desires. In that kind of sick, Emma Waters is with the Heritage Foundation and joins us this morning to talk through this issue. Emma, how often do you think these um, gender selection abortions happen in America? Given how uh, inaccurate our abortion reporting is, it's really hard to answer that question with any certainty. What we do know by looking at sex ratios at birth, which compare the average number of boys and the average number of girls born at a certain time, if you're seeing a high number of boys and a lower number of girls being born, then you can assume that there's probably something like sex-selective abortion going on, because otherwise it wouldn't explain for the differences there. So in the United States, one of the thing that one of the things that scholars have found is that when it comes to immigrants from Asian Pacific countries, you end up seeing a higher number of boys being born to these parents than you see girls, um, which would suggest that some of the practices from their own nation are carrying over in our abortion practices. And because many states allow you to get an abortion for any reason and don't want to question your motivation behind it, it's actually really easy to get away with this. Um, or you could say that there's another reason, right? Like you're stressed or anxious or it's not a good time when in reality your actual motivation could be very different. 
And does anybody track, and this is even worse, but does anybody track a family, a husband and a wife who show up two or three times seeking an abortion, and then the one common denominator is the gender? That is a great question. Um, There is no publicly available data that says that. So if an abortion clinic happens to track that, they have it internally. But there's nothing beyond that that we would be able to see. Now, I'm sure some people are hearing this and thinking, okay, you're making this up. That doesn't happen. That's not, you know, you're, you're a xenophobe because you're criticizing people from overseas for something that you really don't understand. And then I would remind folks that I've traveled around the world and seen this stuff and talked to people up close and watched in other parts of the world where having a boy is, is paramount. You know, having a boy who will carry on the family name. I mean, in some, in some places it's kind of a... Um, a practical issue because if you want your your um, money and your employment and whatever you've amassed with a business to carry on, they seem to think that 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 only a male can do that. So I wouldn't discount it. But how do you how do you verify that this is a real issue and not just something that we're bringing up as as pro life people to try to push our agenda? So I have a piece with the Daily Signal um, called uh, Women Are, or, or Children, Girls Are Aborted in America, and it goes into this research a bit more. So Nicholas Dill and other researchers um, from well-known organizations in D.C. and in the nation have actually tracked this issue. And so they found that, for the most part, actual sex-selective abortions tend to be very rare among U.S.-born citizens, and they go through the data based on this. But one of the things that I think it's important to mention is that there's another form of sex-selective abortion that does occur quite frequently in the United States, and that's through in vitro fertilization. So in that process, um, an egg is harvested from a woman, sperm from a man, and it can be from the parents or it could be purchased from a donor. And then they can make multiple embryos um, to see which child they want. And what's terrifying about this is with the testing that we have available with in vitro fertilization, it's incredibly easy for a doctor to say, all right, this embryo is a girl, this embryo is a boy. And up to, so we have about 92% of um, IVF clinics in the United States that actually offer this kind of testing. Mm. And some of them offer it explicitly for sex selection, including family balancing or other interests, like whatever the interest is, right, that you might have for wanting a boy over a girl. And this is a very open thing. So Jeffrey Steinberg, who runs one of the largest fertility clinics in California, a couple of years ago, actually boasted and promoted his business because it allowed parents to select for the sex of the child, the eye color, the hair color, and even the skin color if they wanted to, because they can effectively make multiple embryos and then you choose the one that you want. Um, And so if this seems weird, over the summer, there was actually a couple who created an embryo um, 
and selected it to be a boy. But when the child was born, um, it was actually a girl. And so they sued the fertility clinic on the grounds that they had ordered, and and they used the word Mm. ordered, Mm. a boy, but in reality received a girl. Um, So when it comes to sex selective, it's certainly not something that's even based on race. It's just a matter of how people go about it. And in the United States, you see that most commonly with in vitro fertilization. Yeah. That's kind of a sick situation, I think. And I will tell you, Emma, and then I got to go, but um, as a gay man who happens to host a conservative talk show. I I have been waiting for the technology and the science to be able to identify the likelihood that your child might be gay. I mean, I I don't know that that's where we're headed, but at some point I think that might be a determinant that you you could identify. And it really worries me. You know, people act like they got no problem. Oh gosh, you know this. I'm, I'm, I'm not. This isn't an issue for me until it's their kid. And guess who I think is going to be first on the chopping block for that? And I think all these leftists and liberals who think they're so open-minded about these issues should really think about that consequence going forward too. Emma Waters with the Heritage Foundation. I'll look up your your piece in the Daily Caller. I really appreciate you joining us, Emma. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, John. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.